Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, October 26, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing Adioye Jr. Joining me is Tim Motherfucking Gettys. Dude, okay, first <laughs> off, it's the end of October. I can't believe it. It's crazy. Blah, blah, blah. All, all that of stuff, that. yeah. I, I really need, We just had a whole bunch of technical issues that Kevin totally handled and everything's great. But right before we relaunched the show, he said, Tim, Bless, are you ready? And we're like, yeah. He's like, you want me to launch this pony? <laughs> And Bless just goes, yes, launch the pony. <laughs> I, what the hell do we do here? If you're not watching the show live, you're not, you're not really watching the show because, man, the last five to ten minutes of content, I think, is gold star worthy. Kevin, it is. It is. You're getting the, the gold star that Tim gave you before the show. I'm not giving you an extra one. The, the gold star that Tim said he'll give you during uh, before the show, I want to award you right now. And so you get a gold star. Wait, why are you? Now- okay, go ahead. Well, I'm announcing it because people who are watching the show later might not realize that you just got a gold star. We got to so keep why. the record straight. Okay, that's two record. gold stars today. Is that what you're saying? No, no, what you're saying? No yeah, it sounds today. like that's what you're saying. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Nope. That's why earlier I said, Kev, don't go too far. I'm, I'm only <laughs> hey, doing uh, this with purpose. Just, just, sorry, just as a side note. And like, oh, I didn't mean to do that one. Tim, 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 shut up. This is actually important, and this is to you. I'm requesting Mm -hmm. it now. Can we get a Christmas theme intro? Because I fucking love this Halloween themed intro. I agree. I love it. I I love it. It's my favorite. Only Blessing loves it more. Hmm. Exactly. No, yeah. Hmm. I mean, that's why I commissioned it because I knew people would love it. Absolutely. And I just and I just want to commission it now, so that as soon as fucking Thanksgiving happens. We can get over and be ready to rock and roll. Not now, ten days I'm gonna, beforehand. I'm gonna say this now before you know. You turn off your up. vacuum, Arstroll. I'm gonna say this now before anything starts up. You know, I've been I'm, I've been very hype on this King of Halloween business. It's been it's been a great month of blessing. content. Blessing, you be careful. You be it's careful. It's been a great back. It's been a great blessing. back and forth. You be careful. I will. I, I will blessing. not listen. I nope. Listen to me. Listen to me clearly. I'm saying, I will not. I will not engage in any King of Christmas activities. You. Yep, I thank you. am not a part of that battle. I like Christmas, but as much as everybody else likes Christmas. Thank you okay, very much. Right. If anyone if wants to start some shit with me and Gary, I will yes. happily make him king of Christmas if I can be the prince of Christmas. Okay, but there then, Kev, I don't know. I think you have a good run for the king of Christmas. Like, I mean, you I just, do. You just do. commissioned a Christmas intro. In front of everyone, so there's no question uh-huh. about... Who commissioned what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, will there be a Christmas tree behind me in view? I think it's very possible. Oh, mm. snap. Uh, mm. Tim, this morning, at Sony on Twitter, tweeted this. 20 years ago today, PlayStation 2 launched in North America. What's your favorite PlayStation 2 game? And I want to start off with this because I didn't even realize that one, today's the, the anniversary. But then two, it's been 20 years since the PS2. Okay, I want to say something, blessing. Here you are, the king of king of Halloween. You're a co-host on PS. I love you, XOXO, and yes. I wanted to call you out right now because guess what? I didn't get a PS5. You got a PS5, and that PS5 could have been my PS5. Technically, I think it was my PS5, and I was Maybe. like, no, I need to give it to the new face of video games. He deserves this. He's been doing all this hard work. How are you telling me you didn't wake up on this fine Donktober 26th and just know in your heart that it is the PlayStation 2's anniversary? I will never forget this date, Blessing. Never. Never. Mm, October 26th. Yes, the date the PlayStation 2 came out. What are your favorite PlayStation 2 memories? Because PlayStation 2 I'd probably put up there as 
probably my favorite console. Like, mm-hmm. ever. Well, hmm. yeah, I'll put it up there. I mean, it's, it's, it's in the race yeah. for sure. Like, yeah, it it's lasted. My top two. It felt like it lasted a long time. And you know what? Maybe it was just because of my age. Like that coming out October 26, 2000, I was in sixth grade. So like that was my middle school, high school experience was the PlayStation 2. And that's those are some formative gaming years, you know? Oh, for, for sure. Yeah. So in terms of memories, I mean, I have a whole memory card full of them on the PlayStation Damn. 2. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, you do. I got eight megabits worth. Megabytes? I don't fucking know. But they're all there. The eight MBs, all right? Yeah, eight MBs. Let's just talk about how sexy that PlayStation 2 is. Like that Which one are we talking about? OG? Just the OG PS2, the, OG big boy. the big boy, that black, that blue. Oh my god, that color yeah. combo was hot. The the disc slot sliding out. I I miss that. Mm-hmm. Right, like I, I miss I miss pressing that bottom button. That that's that smooth eject and that smooth. Did you were you the were you the type of person that pushed it back in with your hand, or did you press the button for it to go back in? I gotta know. I mean, if I'm being honest, I'm pretty sure in. I was a hand guy. Yeah. yeah. The other thing is, we all I, were never, I never turned the PlayStation 2 off the way that I think you're supposed to. Like, oh, I always yeah. used the back thing. The back button? Yeah. Yeah. It just felt right. Because that back then, I was so used to other consoles where it's like, there's an on switch, there's an off switch. Right? It's usually the same <laughs> switch. But, like, the idea of, like, a rest mode, the idea of, like, different colored lights meaning different things... It confused my feeble brain. No, oh, yeah, but, I'm I'm right there with you. Plus, you save time pressing that back button. That might be the reason why you know later later on multiple PlayStation Twos of mine broke. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm just gonna blame that on the disc reader because the disc it was all it, I always got the thing of you turn on the, you turn on the PlayStation, you wait a second, and you get like the the red coloring, and it's like PlayStation Two disc cannot be red. That was always the error that I ended up, ended up getting uh, mm-hmm. later on, sadly. Um, uh, <clears throat> Sorry about that. I have great news. The commission has worked, and uh, oh. we do, in fact, already have a, a, a song for the Christmas intro. That was very fast. Shout out to whoever did that. Uh, before oh, we wait, move wait, on. Wait, hold on. I'm accidentally playing it. <laughs> but if you want, I can purposely play it. Yeah, I, I would like yeah, to hear play this, it. I want to know, know what this is. All right. Okay, it's very loud. The chat is being all dramatic about. Sorry. Oh, it's very loud. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Why is it so loud? Can you hear it? <laughs> oh, How did we get that so fast? <clears throat> the internet, man. The internet. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> how, do, how do we have that? I'll tell you for a star. Oh my god! <laughs> Why do you say that so creepy? God, this, there's oh an energy to this show. Oh, I like it. We're doing a good job. We're doing a great energy. Before we move on, Tim, uh, top three PlayStation Two games go. Oh, that's that's way too hard. That's way too hard. Like I don't know if I can actually rank them, come but on, in terms Tim. of just like. I think PS2, what do I think? I'm thinking Vice City. I'm thinking Final mm. Fantasy X. And I'm thinking mm. Metal Gear Solid 2. Yeah, you are. Sons of Liberty. Woo! Best one in the Those Man. are the first to come to my mind. That's a great three. The first for me would probably be uh, Metal Gear Solid 3, GTA San Andreas, oh, Shadow of Colossus. I'm going those ooh, three for my top ooh, three. Ooh. PlayStation okay. 2, what a console. I'm going to give you another challenge. Three, okay. a bit more obscure. 
like a, and a, I'm not obscure talking like, obscure, but I'm, I'm just saying like ones that mm-hmm. like aren't the ones that we just named that are so obvious nba street two uh mhp volume two mm-hmm. uh red check your focus mm-hmm. oh, number three number three number three oh i go so i can go so many places uh number three damn this is difficult mm-hmm uh-oh oh, no, what, what happened we're, go- we're just here <laughs> I'm gonna go. Everyone's burnout back. three Everyone's count. Fine. I know burnout three isn't yeah. that obscure, but I'm gonna no, burnout no, three. That's totally yeah, fine. Yeah, because I, I would just go Need for Speed Underground, Amplitude, and Connecticut. Mm, I knew you were good. gonna say that. I that's knew good. you were gonna say that. That's good. Fuck, Spider Man Two also. Spider Man Two is up there for me. We yeah. gotta have we. We, we're going to talk about this maybe more in the post show. We're going to find an avenue to okay, talk about this. Okay. Maybe there's games cast potential there. I have no idea. Um, but for now, let's talk a little bit more about some PlayStation because today's stories include a PlayStation launch game getting delayed, Greg Miller's Fortnite dreams coming true, and Facebook making Oculus worse because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every week at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for Kind of Funny Games Daily. To be a part of the show, to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, or bronze members or above, get to write in, and silver members or above, get the show ad-free with the exclusive daily post-show. Housekeeping for you, Doctober episode three with me and Barrett is available right now on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, so go check that out. Uh, the finale to it all is going down this Saturday, and we have dubbed it Donkaween. And so tune in, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames at 12 p.m. Pacific time. Let me tell you, I know I Donktober, right? It's a celebration mm-hmm. of Donkey Kong 64, celebration on on I guess just all things Donktoberfest. Um, what a game for boss battles. Me and Barrett kind of had this realization uh, this last episode that every boss battle in DK64 is great. Say what you will about the about the platforming and everything else in the game. The boss battles, oh my god, masterful, masterful, masterful. So if you yeah. want to see us go through some of the boss battles in the game. Again, YouTube.com says so kind of funny games. Part three is out now. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Tom Bach, Muhammad Muhammad, and Blackjack. Today we're brought to you by Amazon Alexa, Upstart, and Hymns, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Starting with our number one this morning. Woke up, looked at my Twitter feed, and oh my god, Destruction All-Stars has been delayed from the PlayStation 5 launch. I'm pulling this right up directly from the PlayStation blog that says, Hi everyone, we wanted to share a quick update on our plans for Destruction All-Stars. We decided to move the game's release from November 2020 to February 2021, where it'll be included for two months in PlayStation Plus at no additional cost. Destruction All-Stars is a multiplayer game that, that is at its best when you're competing with gamers online from all around the world. We want as many people as possible to experience the mayhem on PS5, and what better way to do that than to provide our game to PlayStation Plus members. Next week, we'll return with a brand new trailer and more details on the game, so you'll know exactly exactly what to expect when you download it in February. This may be disappointing news for some of you who are looking forward to play the game, looking forward to playing the game at launch, but we hope you understand the decision. For those of you that have already pre-ordered the game, be it via PlayStation Store, PlayStation.com, or at retail, your purchase will be refunded. 
Thank you for your continued support. We look forward to seeing you in the arena in February. Tim, motherfucking Gettys, how do you, how, what is your response to this? This delay? is fantastic news. I think that this is not only going to give this game the best chance that it possibly has, but I also think that it is going to kind of allow the PlayStation library, the PlayStation 5 library, to have different beats in our lives. Because this game was going to get overshadowed. There's so many games coming out at launch. There's so many PlayStation-exclusive experiences happening around the launch of the PS5 that there's no way that this game would have stood out, uh, no matter how good it ends up being. Hopefully, it ends up being good. I think this, having that February spot, kind of gives it its own place and time to kind of have a moment for people to discuss it and to give it a shot. The fact that it's PlayStation Plus, which essentially means free for PlayStation owners, is very enticing as an idea and a concept um i think it was imran i saw tweeting about this uh this morning where he was talking about like playstation has trained uh its audience to expect a full price game to mean this crazy epic single player thing they don't really focus on the multiplayer side of things too much so for them to dabble into this type of you know different type of gaming um i think that especially for a game that we haven't seen anything of or haven't seen much of compared yeah. to some of the other games. Like even uh, with uh, Sackboy Adventure, we got a little bit more of that in the UI video that, that PlayStation yeah. showed off, right? I think that this is a, a very good spot for it. And I think that by the time we hit February, you know, we've been talking a lot about when's Ratchet and Clank coming out. I don't think February. I think March. I think April, you know, but I think February is going to have that kind of lull of not having a new PlayStation title. We're going to get PS5s. We're going to beat Miles Morales. Then we're going to try Sackboy. We're going to try uh, um, Astrobot, right? Yeah. We're going to try like the different experiences. Then, of course, there's the third party games that we're going to be playing for the rest of the year. What about January? What about February? I think mm -hmm. this is like a perfect fit for this type of game. Yeah, I think this is genius. Like, this feels like a small blow to the PlayStation 5 launch lineup, but in every other regard, such a smart move. And mm -hmm. for a generation where launch lineups, I think, have meant the least that they ever have meant, you know, when compared to previous launch lineups, like, you can get a PlayStation 5 at launch and have access to your PS4 library, the PlayStation Plus collection, mm -hmm. uh, the games that are already there, right, from uh, Spider-Man uh, and the other launch lineup games. Uh, you have third-party games that'll be there, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and then Cyberpunk the next week. A launch, la yeah, the la a launch lineup has meant the least it has ever meant in terms of what it means for the console. Like, the PS4 launch lineup, those are the games that you're playing on that console. Same with PS3, same with PS2. I know PS PS2 and PS3 both are backwards compatible, but this generation more so than than previous ones. You, you you have access to such a large library through digital. But a key thing there is they were backwards compatible, but they weren't enhanced. Yes. They were just yeah. playable. This is the first time that we're getting a generation where old games are new again. And we have already seen it with our own eyes with Xbox Series X. Um, I see Jeff Grubb in the chat too. I watched this weekend a, a video he put up of a bunch of older xbox games playing in 4k with hdr with all this stuff and it's just like it's so cool to see this new life being pushed into this giant library of like a thousand games you know and what yeah. that what's that going to look like on playstation we'll have to wait and see we don't know yet or at least we can't talk about it yet <laughs> wait, but um what's up so, old games not old i hate you so much kevin wait <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like old games old. Like, now old games new again? 
Hey man, I don't make the old rules. Games, old games are made new again. Yeah. No, I'm and I when it when we're looking at Destruction All Stars, right? I think you hit the nail on the head too, as far as we don't really know much about this game. For a game that is $70, like who who is showing up to actually buy this thing? I think the only reason why you would want to show up to buy Destruction All-Stars at this point is because you're like, okay, I, I'm buying a new PlayStation 5 and I want games to play. And when you look at previous launch lineups, right? Like look at the PS4, Killzone, Shadowfall, cool, Killzone has, has a fan base. And so maybe that's a bad example. But like when you look at games that were out on the ps on the ps4 launch right and games mm -hmm. that might have that might have been been lower key resogun i think you identify as a game that is an amazing game but is also synonymous with the launch of the ps4 and that boosted its uh uh notoriety because people were able to people were able to look at that and be like all right there's not much for me to play mm -hmm. i'm gonna go check out resogun destruction all-stars in a launch lineup where there's nothing else to play i understand why why it would be there at a launch lineup where there is everything else to play then yeah, this seems like such a smart move for Destruction All Stars, especially given that it seems like they're trying to make this game the the next. Let me not say that they're trying to make it the next Rocket League or the next Fall Guys, but they're trying to give it that potential. Right? Yeah. Like I, I'm still at the place where I'm like, I don't know if this is gonna blow up anywhere anywhere near the level of Rocket League because Rocket League is is its own beast. But even like a Fall Guys or the other games we think of when we think of these games that came out of nowhere, the launch free on a service that were able mm -hmm. to build an audience and have a movement. This is poisoning it for. Uh, a best case scenario of being successful and being able to to put it, put it in a place where pretty much the, the whole audience of PlayStation users, PlayStation Plus users, are able to jump into it at no cost. Mm -hmm. That is going to give this game the best boost possible um, for for an online game, especially which is going to thrive off of uh, its player base and and how that thing looks in the future. I got a question here from Lucid Dream who writes into Patreon.com so it's kind of funny games and says. Do you think the delay slash PS Plus inclusion for Destruction All Stars was was entirely based on potentially soft pre-order numbers? Thanks. And I'm sure that's not where the whole decision came from, but I'm sure a big part of that decision did come from, hey, people are not pre-ordering this thing, and you probably you probably at at a certain point sit down and start to figure out why and go, oh yeah, full price for this game doesn't necessarily make. Uh, full price for this game at launch, where there are other things to play, doesn't necessarily make the most sense anymore for this type of game it's really interesting actually that's a that's a question that i would love to know the actual answer to uh, of why this happened like it's kind of bizarre that we are literally weeks away from when this would have launched to get this type of news right like mm -hmm. if this had happened way earlier it would have been like oh okay cool but the fact that we're this close mm -hmm. there must have been some like real last minute decisions being made like this to me I, I'm not basing this totally off of nothing, but just having seen how this stuff has worked in the past, this to me kind of, I would bet that there's somebody that was really pushing from the beginning for Destruction yeah. All-Stars to be free and to be, or part of PlayStation Plus. Um, and I think that they have eventually got enough evidence to be like, look, no, this is the best yeah. best case. And pre-order numbers probably did have something to do with that. Because I would be surprised if many people were pre-ordering this game besides the people that were forced to to get the GameStop bundles. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, I got another question here from Ayub from Ottawa who writes in and says, good decision. I legit have no idea what this game actually is and it costing $70 when I could instead buy more known titles like Miles Morales, Demon Souls, or Sackboy is just sending this thing out to die. Especially for multiplayer games, they need larger player bases to survive. 
You've seen great success from multiplayer games available on day one on PS Plus, like Fall Guys or Rocket League, and I hope this game is successful too, as it looks cool, and I like seeing new IP in this industry. My question is this. Is this the new way multiplayer games should come out? Free on services like PS Plus or Game Pass eventually leave the service and charge $20 or so and fund itself through microtransactions. Will every new multiplayer game release in this method from here on out? As someone who played a lot of Rainbow Six, it's, it's interesting how even that almost five-year-old game just got released on Game Pass. It's never, it's never gone free to play, but Ubisoft saw it fit to retrofit one of their successful titles to work within this model. Keep fucking that chicken. Blesses the true Halloween king. <laughs> I think this is a really interesting question as far as multiplayer games and the future of their release models. Because I think over, the, over this last generation, that's kind of been a thing that we've seen grow and evolve. And I don't, I'm, I'm not in a place where I think that multiplayer games, multiplayer, uh, solely multiplayer games shouldn't come out at full price. I think it is like a case by case basis, like a Des- Destiny 3. Actually, I wouldn't be shocked if a Destiny 3 came out, came out free to play, <laughs> but something along those lines, right? Like we've seen Destiny 1 and 2 come out over this last generation and be full price. And I think those come out full price justifiably so because. The gameplay is fantastic. The content is there. The um, the uh, there are there are multiple game modes, right? That are that you're putting in eighty hours into. A Marvel's Avengers being another one where I understand why that game would come out full price, especially when you have these these uh, DLC expansions that are coming out post launch that are coming out either for free or um, actually I'm not I'm not even sure what the whole post launch plan of Marvel Avengers is, whether or not the future DLC characters are all going to be free or not. Kind of yeah. They are. They are. are. They are. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, in a case like that, yeah. Like I think it makes totally sense for those games to come out and be full priced in other situations, like a rocket league situation where you are coming out of left field for all intents and purposes. And uh, you are looking for a player base to, to be invested from the get go. And you're looking to build in that way so that you can monetize off of post launch content. I think it makes sense to come out at a discounted price or even free to play or even on a PlayStation plus or something along, along those lines. And I think we're only going to see that grow and evolve. And for, I think we're going to see a lot of developers play with that spectrum of what is right for our game specifically. And how do we capitalize on that? Totally. And I think that PlayStation plus and Xbox game pass are going to be two really, really big proponents of this because if the games are being put on there, debuting on there, people that have those services have access to those games and they're being promoted to them in a major way. Those are the people that already have online, right? Mm-hmm. Like those are the people that are like able to play these games and the community's built in. It's already there. They know that there is a user base. So I think we're going to see a lot more of this, but I also don't think, I think you're right, Blessing. I think that there, there's going to always be the full priced multiplayer titles that have a different kind of sales strategy when it comes, or monetization strategy when it comes to getting people to play long term but i wouldn't be surprised if that if we start seeing less and less of the avenger style mm-hmm. uh releases but we'll see i mean avengers is still in that in a weird place right now where it i wonder where that game's going to be in a year a year from now like yeah. two years from now three years from now right like i imagine that it's going to be uh supported but to what extent how many people are actually playing at what point do they change their business model and make it more like this where it, the game is free, but new characters after a certain point are paid or something? I don't know. But I think there's going to be a lot of adapting and changing as we go on. 
Nanobot just writes into You're Wrong. It says, only paid items for Marvel's Avengers post-launch are the battle passes, which are all aesthetic upgrades and resources you can get in the game. Uh, and so there you go. Story number two, sticking on the same uh, PlayStation discussion. Travis Scott has joined PlayStation. I'm again reading from the PlayStation blog. Today, we're excited to announce Travis Scott has joined the PlayStation family as a strategic creative partner. Why not? We heard Travis is a huge PlayStation fan, so we started a conversation with him that led to this unique partnership. Through our mutual passion for gaming and creativity, we plan on collaborating with Travis and his Cactus Jack brand to produce innovative projects that we hope will delight our collective fans. Travis is an artist who is incredibly innovative, constantly surprising, and continues to push boundaries, very much like the PlayStation brand. So we think this is a perfect fit. When we embarked on this collaboration, the most important thing was to keep it as open as possible, to allow space to explore interesting, creative ideas. Travis's deep knowledge and fond memories about PlayStation as a brand, our products, and games will inspire his work with us from start to finish. He's an amazing creator, and we strive to work with the best creative minds inside and outside of our industry to continue to surprise the world in a way that only PlayStation can. Tim, what's your take on this one? I mean, whatever. It's marketing. It's weird. (laughs) I I don't like some of the phrasing in there is just so bizarre. Like we heard Travis is a huge PlayStation fan. Who the fuck's not? Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, no, you heard that Travis Scott has a ridiculous reach and anything he touches turns to gold where he's somehow just become the biggest sellout in the world. And everyone's just so down. I wish I could do that. I wish I could be Travis Scott. I want to be Travis Scott. Bless. Why can't I be Travis Scott? I mean, I'm with you there. Travis Scott, I, I I almost feel like this is bigger news on the Travis Scott side of things than the PlayStation side of things. I think it's it's interesting on the PlayStation side of things to see them collaborate in this way because I like weird moves like this. I like them reaching out to uh, uh, creative people to like invoke freshness in the brand as like as as corp- corporate speak as that is. Like you know, I don't. I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of when PlayStation seems inaccessible and when they seem very much like a, hey, we do one thing and that is make great first party games that are these third person action games and that's it. We don't have our personalities. We don't have any like weird quirkiness. We are what we are. And that is this powerful gaming brand. I like I like what this does for that. Right. Like I, I like the I like the trailer that they showed off on Friday that was the uh, different folks who, have, who had worked on the PlayStation 5 architecture mm-hmm. uh, and them like doing like the cool pose and like wearing the, the Nike sneakers. And then, yeah, the Travis Scott uh, uh, video of him sitting in front of the TV getting blown away. I'm like, okay, that is what I want to see because that is cool. And that is, uh, that speaks to me, right? As somebody mm-hmm. who is a fan of hip hop and somebody who likes Travis Scott. Uh, on the Travis Scott side of things, I'm with you. I want to be Travis Scott because Travis Scott does all the cool shit he gets partnerships with Fortnite, partnerships with McDonald's. He had the Travis Scott meal. Now he's with PlayStation as a creative partner. And it's like, that is power. That it's is insane. like a lot of power. That, no one man should have all that power. Totally, <laughs> you know? totally, man. Well said. So, uh, Kevin, I sent assets uh, a link that I'd like you to bring up. Yeah, you, you bring up Travis Scott partnering with McDonald's. He had his own, the man had his own combo meal. Like, yeah. that, you do not get more powerful than that, right? And uh, he put out a whole line of Cactus Jack mcdonald's merch and of course because of the culture that we have that shit sold out instantly and it costs so much money now on reseller sites and i for one am extremely upset about this because there was a full-size body pillow of a chicken nugget you can see it right here oh my yeah God. but it's not one and of the I've, cool you, shapes 
Do you think it's bought this shit? I bought this shit instantly. Do you have it? No, because it's still saying uh, ordered, received, we'll let you know when it ships. And it said that for a month and a half now. I ain't getting my nugget. I ain't never getting my nugget. You're going to get it. Somebody's stolen somewhere. Right. I, oh, if one day I open my door and there's just a chicken nugget, <laughs> chicken nugget out to there. be clear, this was going to be Moose's bed. I bought um, this nugget to be Moose's it? bed. It's big, dude. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's like a body pillow. So anyway, I'm kind of upset about this. But anyways, I mean, you can get it. You, is, it Scott. is it textured like a chicken nugget is what I want to know. <laughs> I don't think so. Because <laughs> that would be great. That'd be amazing. If it, had just, it, was, it was just flaky, but soft on the inside. I'd be all about that. <laughs> Uh, again, sticking with PlayStation story number three, The Last of Us Remastered loads, loads way faster now. This is Adam Bankhurst at IGN. The Last of Us Remastered has received a new patch on PS4 that has seemingly reduced load times across the game, including cutting the load times of the, of the game's first loading screen by over 70%. As reported by Kotaku, The Last of Us speedrunner Anthony Calabrese has noted that patch 1.11 has made it so, quote, loading screens are basically non-existent on PS4, end quote, for The Last of Us Remastered. This change has, has even saved him nearly 18 seconds in the David fight and appears to work for both SSD and HDD. YouTuber L Analista DeBits also uploaded a video that shows the improved load times in action. Pre-patch, the first loading screen in The Last of Us Remastered took 1 minute and 30 seconds. Uh, with the new patch, load times for the same section appear to be 13 seconds. This is cool. I, I imagine they did this based on them probably working on the PS5 version of the game, or at least like the the boosted backwards compatible version. They've not really talked about a Last of Us proper PS5 version, but I imagine working for that, they're probably able to optimize it even more for the PS4 version, which is cool. Why not? That's awesome. Hmm. Does this strike yeah, you as weird it... at all? Or... What's up? Does this strike you as weird at all? Uh, I mean, it's it's not weird just in the sense of where this news is coming from. It's not like Sony's like touting this. <laughs> True, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So it's just like that, that. The only thing that would be weird about it is if Sony was making a big deal. I think it's cool, and I think you're right. Like it must just be there's some behind the scenes stuff going on. They're like, oh, here's some patches to make the PS5 version run better. I'm so excited to see if these numbers are for the PS4 version. What's the PS5 oh, yeah. gonna look like? That's exciting stuff, man. Next gen, we're here, baby. It's here. Story number four, I've titled this story Greg Miller's Wet Dream. Uh, Fortnite Jesus. crosses over with Ghostbusters. Uh, mm. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? You're not wrong, man. How much money has Greg Miller spent on Fortnite at this point? Because they just keep targeting him. It like, really does feel one like... One by one, they're just like, here we go. It feels like somebody at Epic is like, hey... Somebody at Epic watches KFGD every day and watches PS I Love You and just listens to Greg Miller and they base all, all of their crossover decisions based on what they hear. Yeah. So yeah, Greg Miller is finally finally getting his Ghost Specials crossover. I have half a mind to call him right now, but we're running pretty late on the show, and so fuck it, save time, do fuck it, it. Let him, do I'm it, doing man. It because I want to, I want to hear his take. We need his take, man. He's the only human being that can talk about Ghostbusters and Fortnite with any type of authority. All right. Yeah, because I'll say I read this and I was like, cool, like that's dope for people who are into that. But I, I, I knew that Greg Miller was probably freaking out as that news was coming out. Mm-hmm. Let's see if he answers. Halloween King Greg Miller, how are you, blessing? Jesus. Oh wait, that, I, it's not, it, you, you had a Freudian slip there. A Freudian slip? Fruit? Freud? <laughs> Freud. You should have just hung up on him and like, oh, wrong person. You can't even say Freudian. What a horrible podcaster this guy could never be king. 
Uh, Greg, I don't know if you're listening to Kind of Funny Games Daily right now, but first of all, I want to say I just referenced several things happening on this episode of the show. Happy, happy October, happy Donktober, Greg. My favorite month of the year, first and foremost. Of course, yes, of course. You love Donkey Kong. I'll never take that away. Yeah, I can. If I can be the king of Halloween, you can be the king of Donktober. Secondly, have you been paying? Have you? (laughs) What is your What's your reaction to this Fortnite uh, Ghostbusters crossover? Are you kidding me? Saturday, I dropped everything I was doing, and I was playing Redacted on Redacted, and let me tell you, the first thing I did was turn on that Switch, because it was the closest unit, get, get in there and buy it all. And this was a big thing for me. I don't know if you know this, Blessing. Mm-hmm. If you go, if you would have gone on there on Saturday, and you would have looked at this, it was like Animorph style, because you could have bought for like 2,000 2, V-Bucks uh, the male Ghostbuster or the, fe- or the female Ghostbuster, and then had like a, an array of different colors and faces for them. But I said, you know what? That's too many V-Bucks for old Greg Miller. I'm going to buy one of each. So one female, one male. And then I had to go through and decide the faces. I got that taken care of. And then you get the bundle pack. Dude, I got an Ecto glider now. It looks like the Ecto-1 coming out of there. My back bling is the proton pack. I got a proton uh, pickaxe. You can have a trap for your your back bling, just Mm -hmm. the ghost trap. But we all know ghost traps aren't that big and shouldn't be worn as a back accessory. So I refused. I understood... Almost nothing of what you said. All I heard was all I heard was animorphs, and then yeah. I started. I started to fantasize about an animorphs Fortnite crossover, and so I, pre- sure. I appreciate you know, it's that. It's got to be coming. Tobias. Greg Miller, thank you for your input. Um, happy Halloween. Happy this Halloween week. to you, blessing. Very exciting. All right, bye. All right, have a good one. What a guy! I wish he was more into the holiday though. Yeah. What, Wait, what do you mean show, happy show Halloween? It's not Halloween yet. We're it's Halloween week. Spirit. It's Halloween. Halloween, Kevin. Halloween. Come on. Uh, uh, Greg Miller mentioned some of this, but to give you the, the details of it, Fortnite's latest crossover, and this is Adam Banghurst from IGN, Fortnite's latest crossover with pop culture has brought in the Ghostbusters-themed items to its item shop just in time for Halloween. Revealed on Twitter, this Ghostbuster crossover brings in character skins, Ghost Trap, which, which is what Greg was talking about, uh, Ghost Trap and Proton Pack back bling, an Ecto Glider and a Proton Pickaxe Harvesting Tool. Uh, as with most Fortnite cosmetics. These will only, most likely, only be available for a limited time. Uh, these Ghost, Ghostbuster skins join an ever-growing roster of fan favorites from franchises like Star Wars, Batman, Marvel, and so many more. And speaking of Marvel, story number five. In more Fortnite news, expect even more Marvel integration. This is Jordan Alleman at IGN. Fortnite has quote many years of Marvel integration planned uh, beyond the current Nexus War featured in Chapter Two, Season Four of the game, and has years of general storytelling for the battle royale in the works. As reported by Eurogamer, Epic Game Studios worldwide creative director Donald Mustard revealed in the, revealed the news as a part of his appearance on episode 469 nice, of this week's This Week in Marvel podcast. Quote. The reason we call this season Nexus War is that this is just the start of, a, of lots of stuff we have planned for Marvel or for many years of Marvel integration, Mustard told the host. This is not the end. This is the beginning. End quote. Tim, you're not a, you're not really a Fortnite guy. That's not that's not really your jam. No, it, but I appreciate it. I respect yeah. the hell out of it, man. The fact that they're doing it. I respect that. I know I love I love what Fortnite's doing for the industry, and I know there's a lot of naysayers about it all, but I think that it's super cool that they are constantly coming up with new crazy ideas. This Nexus War stuff is unbelievable. Like it's the type of thing that if you were to go back in time and tell someone that this would happen, it's like nah, that's like too good to be true. Add on top of that the fact that we have Batman doing the blinding lights dance and all that shit. It's like this is like a pop culture phenomenon on top of itself where it just keeps kind of like exponentially multiplying 
And Fortnite just refuses to stop being a moment. Like it, it hasn't stopped having a moment since the Battle Royale yeah. stuff first dropped, right? Like, and it's constantly reinventing itself, maybe not necessarily just in the game, although that as well, but just from a marketing perspective of doing so many weird things. Travis Scott doing concerts. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, in a weird way, then this, this is a weird analogy, but Fortnite, Fortnite kind of reminds me of Travis Scott in terms of mm-hmm. all the, the way the ways in which they are paving new avenues to in which to go go about these partnerships and these crossovers and these cool things right like you know crossovers aren't a new thing for video games by any means right like crossovers have been around forever but the way in which fortnite has established itself as this platform for which anything can be a part of it right like we can watch tenet in this thing or we can we can play as the the avengers or we can play as a batman or we can play as the ghostbusters or we can we can basically make uh uh uh, form this to be whatever we want to be in this mm-hmm. game, thus leading to cool events like this, right? Like, I'm all about that. I think that's really cool. I was a Fortnite person in 2018, uh, and seeing it now blows my mind. Like, seeing all all, all the different things that they they've been able to uh, put into the game and cross the game over with, I think is fantastic. Uh, and again, like, it's making me want to get back into Fortnite. Granted, I don't have the time, so I probably won't, but I'm they're doing their job. They're making me mm-hmm. think about it, you know, which is totally the most I can say about it. Tim, I'm mm-hmm. really excited to get into the next news story. But before we do, I want to remind folks that if they want to get the show ad free, they can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, and speaking of ads, this episode of kind of funny games daily is brought to you by Amazon Alexa. Uh, I'm always looking for ways to make my life easier. We're all juggling too much. So the ability to offload even the smallest tasks, can make a difference. One convenience that I can't believe I lived without smart bulbs connected to Alexa. Uh, and right now, Amazon Alexa is offering a special smart lighting bundle for our listeners. Kind of Funny loves Amazon Alexa and their smart lighting. Let me tell you, if you've been watching Kind of Funny uh, Games Daily and any other Kind of Funny Games show, uh, the video version, you see the lights behind me. Let me tell you, I love those things. I got them when I moved here and I've connected them to my Amazon Echo Dot uh, via Alexa. And every time I every, every time I use them, I feel cool. Like I can change colors, I can turn them off, I can turn them on. Uh, it is really a cool experience and it makes gaming on my TV back there really cool because I was playing Persona 5 Royal, let me tell you. I had the, had the red lights on behind it. And let me tell you, if you thought that game was stylish before, oh, so it's even more stylish now. Uh, so shout out to that. Uh, with an Amazon smart lighting bundle, you can turn your home into a smart home in just minutes. Setup is easy and you don't need any extra equipment. Just connect your new smart bulb to the Echo Dot and you're all set. Set every possible mood with over 16 million lights, light colors to choose from. Or control the lights in your home with the sound of your voice. Just say, Alexa, turn on the lights, and then Alexa will turn on the lights. Uh, you can also set lighting routines to gently wake you up in the morning, help you wind down at night, or completely turn off at a certain time. Right now, you can get 20% off your Amazon Smart Lighting Bundle only at Amazon.com slash KFGames. Every bundle includes an Echo Dot smart speaker and a Singled color-changing light bulb. That's 20% off at Amazon.com slash KFGames. But hurry, this offer ends October 31st. Amazon.com slash KFGames. We're also brought to you by Upstart. Uh, these During these economically turbulent times, everyone is looking for a way to feel more financially secure. So if you're still needlessly throwing money every month at high interest credit card debt, it's time you checked out Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you more than just a credit score. Now's the time to find out how low your Upstart rate can be to help pay off high interest credit card debt. 
Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. You don't need a degree or diploma to apply, though. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000, so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate and proceed with your application. The best part, if the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds their funds the very next business day. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt and get back to using your money your way with Upstart. CY Upstart has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot and hurry up to upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash kfgames. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. Lastly, we're brought to you by Hims. Forhims.com is all about men's wellness. We all know the story. Andy and Nick wanted to maintain their own wellness, so they looked to Hims for help keeping their hair full and healthy. We can confirm they've been loving it ever since. Through Hims, you through Hims, you can get the prescription medication that treats erectile dysfunction. Real science, real solutions. This could cost you hundreds of bucks if you had to go through a doctor or pharmacy. Not so with Hims. Hims makes it simple and affordable. No embarrassing conversations, no expensive appointments. Just answer a few questions online about your medical history and a provider will make a provider will confidentially review. If approved, your medication is shipped directly to your door in discreet packaging and shipping is free. No more searching online for answers to questions about erectile dysfunction or, or sexual wellness. Just go to just go to your HIMS account and ask a medical professional you can trust. Try Hymns today by starting out with a free online visit. Go to 4 slash funny games for your free visit. That's 4 slash funny games. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash funny games. Prescription products are subject to medical provider approval and require an online consultation with a medical provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. See website for full details and safety information. Remember, that's 4 slash funny games. Story number six. <laughs> Story number six. Uh, deleting Facebook wipes out Oculus purchases. This is from Marie de Alessandri at gamesindustry.biz. Deleting a Facebook account that is linked to an Oculus VR headset will wipe out all Oculus purchases and information as well. The information was first reported by a user on Twitter who shared the following warning message that appears when trying to delete a Facebook account. Quote, Deleting your Facebook account will also delete your Oculus information. This includes your, your app purchases and achievements. Uh, you will no longer be able to return any apps. No, you will no longer be able to return any apps and will lose any existing store credits. End quote. I see what they're saying there. Uh, however, Upload VR reported that owners of the original Quest headset, Rift and Rift S, who haven't linked their Oculus account to Facebook yet, can delete their information on the social network without consequences on their VR purchases. Having a Facebook account to use an Oculus headset has been made mandatory for new users from October 2020, including for the recently released Oculus Quest 2. Oculus accounts supported or Oculus account support will be ending for all headsets on January 1st, 2023. Several VR players have reported issues with linking their headset to Facebook, with accounts specifically created for this purpose reportedly suspended su suspended soon after their creation, making it impossible to use the VR headset. Facebook has 
Facebook also recently said that Oculus users who violate Facebook rules may lose access to VR content. This applies to using a pseudonym instead of a real name, among various other violations. And I remember, I remember seeing a story a few weeks ago of a person who bought an Oculus Quest 2, wanted to use it, but couldn't use it at all because I believe their Facebook account was banned. Like they, they, they just weren't able to use Facebook, thus breaking their Oculus system, which is wild. Like this. Uh, this is very unfortunate. I do not like this as somebody who really likes using my Oculus Quest 1. I still have my Oculus account. Uh, and I do not... I'm I'm holding off as long as possible before I can uh, transfer it to PlayStation... Or not PlayStation. Transfer it to Facebook. And even when I, when I get to that threshold, uh, which is 2023, once it forces me to switch to Facebook, that might be the last time I use Oculus. If I'm being very frank and honest. I do not want to... I don't, I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah, you used to talk a lot of shit on Facebook. I remember that, Bless. I remember you in the Facebook group in oh, the, in the early days group. when oh, you had yeah. your little little baby bless picture. You you were popping off left and right all the time. Oh, yeah. I remember. I was, I was I very remember. active in the kind of funny Facebook group, but <laughs> I'm I'm not active as much anymore just because I've stopped using Facebook. And like I I wish I could stop using Facebook completely. Like the one thing that's keeping me to Facebook is family, and that's about it. Like mm-hmm. if I didn't have family that relied on using Facebook for communication or whatever the uh, events and whatever the things may be, I'd be off of Facebook because I just don't like it as a platform. Um, and the fact that they're integrating so hard with Oculus, uh, very unfortunate. I hope that they change their minds. <laughs> you know, I hope I hope that they see enough pushback to where people where they're just like, okay, fuck it, like let's bring back Oculus accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't necessarily think that's going to happen. But have you seen the uh, the documentary? Uh, that came out on Netflix a couple of weeks ago called The Social Dilemma. Yes, I brought it up on the on the show I yeah. think, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, uh, I me and G watched half of it last night. It's fantastic. What a great documentary! Like I love the style of it, and it is just relentless. Of yeah, just like going there and saying some crazy wild shit, and you're like, man, there's some fucked up it's, stuff going on. It's terrifying because The Social Dilemma is basically a documentary that is about. All the things that I think we're all very aware of that social media does and the way it works and all this stuff is stuff that we all, I think, know, but it lays it out in a way where seeing it put into context, you're like, ah, shit. Yeah, I guess things are kind of fucked up. And they're interviewing people that worked at Facebook, worked at Twitter, the people responsible for the like button. Uh, and they all they all are like, yeah, dude, we did this stuff in like 2006, 2007, 2008, and we did not understand the ramifications down the line. We did not understand the mental health issues that would arise. We didn't understand the reliance that people would 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 have on these things. We didn't realize that or we didn't understand the 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 effect of selling uh, uh, personal data to advertisers and what that does to the algorithm. We didn't understand the feedback loop that that then has on mental health and how people respond to that. It is terrifying and uh, people people should watch it. Like just, just to be aware. People definitely should watch it because it's really well put together. One thing I will say though, is it is very manipulative as documentaries tend to be. Mm-hmm. of trying to get you to feel a certain way. And I was uh, joking with G where I was like, if, Every single scene, every time there's an interview, there's like this really kind of scary, dark, morbid music in the background. And like there's always just kind of atmospheric, dark tones of just like like hums and shit. I wonder if there was like uplifting music underneath the documentary, if it would totally change the way they're saying stuff where it'd be like it would sound like, oh, all the stuff we're doing is really awesome and cool. And how crazy is it that we can bring all these people together? And it's just Mm -hmm. like they know what they're doing. They do it very well. It's definitely framed almost like a horror movie, like, yeah, like in terms of the, the music and the tone and all that stuff. Um, 
but yeah like i i highly recommend people check it out of course like it's it's i think it's a very good watch it's a very well put together thing too like as far as production goes story number seven ghost runner uh reviews are out and we have a review roundup for you uh of course ghost runner is like the fast-paced first person I don't even know, know what to call it, like slasher kind of game. Kevin, I have a trailer if you want to show Mirror's Edge, people. right? It's Mirror's Edge, but it's, neon. Yeah, Mirror's Edge, but neon, and you're doing like a lot of slicing and dicing. Right now, it's sitting at an 83 on Metacritic and an 86 on OpenCritic. Mitchell Saltzman at IGN gave it an 8 out of 10 and says, you, with its breakneck pace and skill-heavy gameplay, Ghost Runner you? is a speedrunner's dream. But you even beyond that demographic, pocket. this is a great first-person action game that feels punishing but fair. You may die hundreds of times, but instantaneous respawns and generous checkpointing ensure that ghost runners challenging combat and platforming never become a chore anthony marzano at destructoid gave it an 8.5 and said as i played through the through the roughly eight hour campaign this week i couldn't shake the feeling that i was playing rough i was playing the the unholy union of hotline miami and mirror's edge that i didn't know i was missing in my life through all the frustration and cursing at myself for screwing up something that i knew i should have i should have gotten right I was still having a blast and loving every minute of the game. Though the story is complete for me, I'll most assuredly be returning to this to see how well I can hone my cyberpunk ninja skills. Uh, and then lastly, Mike Epstein at GameSpot gave it a 7 and says, When Ghost Runner rips, it really rips. While running, <laughs> while running, jumping, sliding, and cutting through enemies as you go is empowering and impressive. For a good portion of the game, uh, you'll only experience how impressive it feels to dart around a room in short bursts. But even but even that's enough motivation to keep you pushing forward to master the art of robot ninja parkour. There's bound to be a lot of frustration along the way, so it isn't all smiles exactly, but. The rush you feel in the moment as you perfectly run a room, as yeah, as you perfectly run a room is worth the grit. I'm all about this. I've been very excited for Ghost, Ghost Runner. I'm excited to check it out. Where is my review code? Where is it? Because I want to play it. <laughs> I want to know. Hey, these are awesome reviews. I honestly didn't yeah. think the game was gonna hit this high. So that's really good news. Yeah, it's definitely. It's, I mean, it's sitting at uh, what I said earlier in 80, 83, 86 on Open Critic and Metacritic. Uh, and yeah, that's. That's very good. Like I'm, that makes me even more excited to check it out. Uh, so that's what I plan to do this week. Lastly, story number eight. Kevin, you can pull this up. Microsoft sent Snoop Dogg an Xbox Series X fridge for his birthday. Mm-hmm. That's the news story. That's really cool. Big chilling. That's Big the news story. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, does it? Do, do we see him open it though? Yeah, they do. Open got it. that they, sweet green glow. I'm all about this. This is them leading into into the meme. If you remember when they first revealed the Series X at Game Awards, everybody was like, this thing looks like a fridge. And lo and behold, inside the fridge, they have a cake that is also a Series X for Snoop Dogg, which is really cool. A bunch of drinks, some orange juice, some water there. Does Snoop Dogg have his own alcohol? Probably. That sounds like something Snoop Dogg would have. Yeah. Yeah. He'll make a lot Um, of money on that. You'll love to see it, man. Mm -hmm. You'll love to see it. Snoop Lion. You know, mm-hmm. God, can you imagine how annoying the green light's gonna get? Or also, cool. I wish my fridge had a green light. Kev, you want me to can get in there? Get, I think you might need to get blessed a green light in this fridge. Just, I mean, that's uh, easy to do. The candelabra. Also, what what's going on? Do you see that behind him? What, what? No, what's up? That like what? that doesn't look like it's a house. <laughs> he does look. He does look like he's in a studio. Yeah. Of some sort. So is this just all fake? There's a giant green screen too. Snoop Dogg's not. What are you implying, Kevin? Snoop Dogg's (laughs) not going to have a fridge in his house like this, and that hurts. I'm sure Snoop Dogg's fridge. 
I don't, I don't think anybody can send a uh, fridge to Snoop Dogg that'll probably be better than the, than the fridge Snoop Dogg already has. Snoop Dogg already has a fridge that is probably dope as fuck. And Dude, there's some people. This. There's some people that I don't feel like they they went out and bought like the best fridge they could. They you don't they think bought, Snoop Dogg got the f- they Do bought a Snoop dope Snoop house with a dope it? fridge in it. It didn't have green lights and it didn't look like an Xbox. That's all I'm saying. Do you know what Snoop Dogg is known for? Smoking that dope. Do you know what happens when you smoke that dope? <laughs> you get hungry? <laughs> you get hungry. You think Snoop Dogg isn't keeping the best amenities in his fridge? I, man, I, fridge I'll tell you, huge? I, I guarantee you he has the Snoop biggest, has the best biggest fucking, fucking pantry you've ever seen. Biggest exactly. fucking pantry. He's got all the best chips, every candy you want. But I'm telling you, he's got a normal fridge until today, hopefully. No. No way. That is a second or third fridge for Snoop Dogg. He's keeping that at his at his <laughs> personal studio or he's keeping that at I don't know what I don't know where he was in that video. It seems like he has his own Hollywood studio. He's keeping that at a third place. That's not at his home. Guaranteed. What what is Snoop Dogg known for? Long pause. Smoking that dope. <laughs> what a show we've been having here. <laughs> what a Good great episode. Kind of funny games, <laughs> Good lord. Tim, I'm really yeah. excited to see who else gets an Xbox Series X fridge, but that reveal is probably so far away. If I want to know what's coming out to Mom and Grab Shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Out today we got Gnome More War for Switch. Let me say that again. Gnome, like the like those guys that are out in the plants in the front yard. Gnome More War for Switch. Uh, and then under Depths of Fear for PC. New New Days for you. Bless, yeah. I wish I could give you stars. You deserve a couple stars today. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's been a fun day. I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, New Dates, experience the award-winning adventure, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Game of the Year edition. Uh, all players will receive a free up- update. That includes new boss challenge modes, player recordings, and unlockable skins available globally on October 28th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Apex Legends is officially coming to Steam when Season 7 launches on November 4th, 2020. Uh, the Nintendo Switch version of the game has been delayed until next year. Uh, and then this is from Jordan Allman at IGN. I almost made this a new story, but we there's so, there so much news today that I just... I decided not to. Uh, a timed PlayStation exclusive Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War mode has been revealed by Activision titled Zombies Onslaught. Unveiled in a post on the PlayStation blog, Zombies Onslaught is a two-person fast-paced zombies experience and, and will be a timed exclusive for PlayStation 4, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 owners of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Those who own the game on PC or Xbox One or Xbox Series X and S will have to wait until November 1st, 2021 to get access to the new mode. And so it's just like the Spec Ops mode that we got last time that everybody was very upset about. The same thing is happening uh, again with this new Zombies Onslaught mode. And so get ready to hear about that. Uh, <laughs> deal of the day. Coming to Xbox Game Pass, Cardo on console and PC is coming October 27th. Day of the Tentacle Remastered, October 29th. Five Nights at Freddy's uh, is coming October 29th, again on uh, Android, console, and PC. Full Throttled Remastered coming out on October 29th on console and PC. And the next few, I'm just going to say, are October 29th. Grim's, Grim Fandango Remastered, console, PC. Player Knows Battlegrounds, Android. Scourgebringer, Android. Unruly Heroes, Android, console, and PC. On no- November 5th, we're getting Celeste on Android, uh, console, and PC. And then Comanche on PC. 
Deep Rock Galactic on Android console and PC, East Shade Android console and PC, Knights and Bikes console and PC. And then on November 17th, we're getting Arc Survival Evolved Explorers Edition on Android console and PC. Tim, usually this is where we get into reader mail, but we're running late on the show. But I do want to let one viewer know, all right, we have a Patreon supporter named Connor Strong, who I really appreciate. Connor Strong has been writing in almost daily <laughs> to the show, asking for our thoughts on a new Jack game. Like, what do we want from Jack 4? Do we think they're working on Jack 4, et cetera, et cetera? <laughs> I want to let Connor Strong know that we answered your question like a week and a half ago. Me and Sancho West on that episode in the post show went into what we want from Naughty Dog and a Jack 4 and all that stuff. And so if you want the answer to, what, to your question, Connor Strong, check out that post show with me and Sancho West. All right. And if it's, if it's not to your satisfaction, feel free to keep writing in, you know, <laughs> shout out to you though, for the dedication. Cause I appreciate that kind of dedication. Uh, we have no squad up today, which means we're going directly into kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. Where you write in, let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong. Um, Kebabs writes in with breaking news. No Man's Sky has gotten the Halloween update. So shout out to that. Um, DH Ruvenator says there are so many next-gen updates for Gears 5 coming at uh, coming at Series X launch, including DLC in December. Uh, then 120, 120 FPS and multiplayer and a lot of visual upgrades. Um, so there you go. I don't know if that's a you're wrong, but I guess it's missed news. Uh, from the nanobiologist. Uh, for Tim, according to the Travis Scott presser, the Nugget Pillow takes nine to twelve weeks to ship. So there's hope. Yeah, no. I you might get the Nug. Thing. Hold on, how, let me how look long at something. Did you get it? September 9th. Hmm. We're looking good, boys. Yeah, you're looking one, good. No, you're, one you're day the, you're I'm gonna get that right? ring a ding ding, and it's gonna be a big old Nugget for Moose. Hell yeah! Did you do the orgy thing yet? But I'll believe it when I see it. The hedgehogs uh, have arrived. The orgy is going down tomorrow. Multiple on a, people on his six Wait, month what? birthday. <laughs> what did I miss? A dog orgy. <laughs> a dog's gonna fuck a bunch oh, of stuffed you know what? animals. I heard about this. Yeah, yeah, it's gross. I forget. It's, you told it ain't me about right. the meeting. It ain't right. I think it's right. I love sad boy bear. What orgy? Dogs deserve love. Turns out, <clears throat> co-founders pervert likes watching his dog <laughs> fuck all these hedgehogs. It's a Sonic it's thing. Better, better than what Joe Budden was doing the other week. <laughs> That's a very inside joke, you guys. If, for people who know. If you know, you know. Uh, a lot of people are writing in about Snoop Dogg and his gin line called Indogo. And so, Indogo. And so, yeah, Snoop Dogg has a gin line. Uh, a lot of people Ew, are letting me know that. gin? Gross. <laughs> a lot of people are letting me know that. Gin I just and eat. juice, guys. Come on. Uh, when you open the fridge, there yeah. was gin and there was oh. juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real smart, Tim. God, yeah, so no, smart. that was great. Ooh. That was real good. Oh, <laughs> oh Tim's gone. <laughs> he left. Tim said, <laughs> "That was funny, Tim." Uh, I just seen also in box fridge, which I knew. I just, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and that's about it, ladies and gentlemen. That has been kind of funny games daily. Your weeks or your hosts for this week look like this. Uh, tomorrow it's Imran and Fran. Wednesday it's Greg and Gary. What a Thursday it's Tim and Greg. And then Friday it's Greg and me back at it like a bad habit. Of course, this Ooh. is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. We have a Patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com slash kind of funny games. So stick around for that. Otherwise, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Game Daily.